On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. With the 41st pick, the Indianapolis Colts trade up and select running back Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. And this one was a little bit of a surprise. I know, Andrew, you and I both talked off air a little bit. Like, we were like, a running back? What? You trade up and get a running back? That was my first reaction. I was like, I cannot believe that the Colts just did that, especially with, you know, Marlon Mack just having a decent season over 1,000 yards last year. At first, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. What are they doing? But then I went back. And I looked at Jonathan Taylor and his stats for Wisconsin, and I was like, holy smokes, the Colts got a dude here. <laughs> I mean, you look at it, 2018, 21, over almost 2,200 yards, 16 rushing touchdowns. Uh, 2019, over 2,000 yards again. He adds to the touchdowns, 21 touchdowns. And the Colts get him, potentially – the best running back in the draft. The Colts nabbed him at 41 and they only gave away a fifth round pick in order to do so. Andrew, what are your thoughts here on the Colts making kind of a surprise move here and taking Jonathan Taylor, the running back from Wisconsin? Yeah. Surprise move might be a bit of an understatement, Cody. I like you. I was, I was kind of shocked myself, but as you mentioned, you look at Jonathan Taylor's stats and you're like, wait a minute, the Colts might have something really special here. Um, you know, now in terms of, you know, the other Colts fans' reactions, some of them were pleased and some of them not so much. Um, in my personal opinion, I didn't do much uh, research on Jonathan Taylor just because I didn't think we'd take him. However, that has changed and it's going to change. Um, I think this is a, a phenomenal pick for the Colts. Many people think it's the steal of the draft because many had Jonathan Taylor maybe mid to late first round, and for him to fall at the top of the second is just fantastic for the Colts. And as you said, Cody, the Colts traded up for him. So Chris Ballard and Frank Wright saw something in him. Uh, and as far as what that means for Marlon Mack, um, it, that's actually kind of interesting. In my personal opinion, I think one of two things uh, could happen. With Marlon Mack going into his last year um, contract-wise, I'm not sure Chris Ballard is going to extend him come this next off season for 2021. Now um, the second option, which I think is more likely you keep Mac, uh, you keep Hines and obviously you keep Taylor. And then you try to either trade Wilkins or you just cut him entirely. Uh, so either way, Jonathan Taylor, as you mentioned, Cody, just, just a stat freak for Wisconsin and the Colts mantra of, you know, wanting to run the ball and being a top 10, top five rushing team in the NFL Yet a guy like Jonathan Taylor, uh, it speaks volumes. It does. And he's a little bit of a bigger back, too. He's, he's 5'10", over 220 pounds. And he's a guy, 
uh, that ran a pretty good 40, 4.39. He's just a physical freak. And, you know, the reasoning, I think, some people would be like, why did the Colts feel like they needed to add to the running back position? Well, I kind of look at it like this. First off, Marlon Mack, since he was drafted in 2017, he's been electric for the Colts. Like, he's been very, very good for the Colts when he's on the field. But the trouble is he hasn't played in 16 games in his entire career with the Colts. And I think durability is a concern. We saw that even, you know, I know Jonathan Williams last year had some good games, but we saw that especially in 2018 when Mack goes down at the beginning of the year, the Colts have one of the worst rushing offenses in the league. And so I think it's just something where now you have a two-headed monster at the running back position. We know that Frank Reich loves to run uh, running back by committee, and you have two quality backs now that I think that you can, you know, if one of them goes down, you still have another quality option. I, I don't think this is something where you need to necessarily trade Marlon Mack because I think it's something where you have him cheap, you haven't re-signed him yet, he's still on his rookie deal, and you also have Jonathan Taylor now who, you know, I would say is the most talented, now the most talented back on the Colts roster by far. Um, now you have, you know, Frank Reich talked about at the beginning of the 2019 season, Right. What did he say? He said, one of our goals for this season is to have a top five rushing offense. Well, the Colts didn't get a top five rushing offense. They were number seven, which is still arguably pretty good, but they didn't have a top five offense. So what do the Colts do? They make some moves this offseason. They sign Roosevelt Nix, the fullback. They sign Trey Burton, who's also a good run blocking tight end. So now they have three really good run blocking tight ends on their roster. And then they just draft Jonathan Taylor at 41. So that's the, I, to me, this is, this, you know, at first it didn't make much sense to me, but thinking more on it now and hearing Frank Reich harp, you have to establish a run. We want to be an elite running team. This, this is just Frank Reich doubling down on that again. This is Chris Ballard doubling down on that philosophy that you win games by being able to run the football. That's how you win games, Andrew, in December and January. That's how you win games. That's how you get to the postseason that's how you win in the postseason. Yeah, you know, we saw that. And unfortunately, as Colts fans, we saw that off, off way too much. Phenomenal quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. But what happened when it came to the playoffs? The Colts couldn't establish the run, right? And they crumbled. Those elite passing attacks, when you get into those hard, rainy games where that passing attack's not going to work, you got to pound it. You better be able to pound it. You're not going to go to the to the Super Bowl. You're not going to. And to me, it's just adding more talent to that running back room. You haven't invested, you know, besides now, uh, later than a or earlier than a fourth round pick, which I think is absolutely wild. But now the Colts add arguably, and I think a lot of people would agree, a first round talent at running back. They add him to the backfield. I think it just makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. I know some Colts fans are very split on this pick because we know, especially in this league, running backs seem like they can be expendable. A lot of people have said you can get a running back at any point in the draft and be effective. Well, that's true. The Colts have proved that they can do that. They can get serviceable backs. But if you're really wanting to have an elite running game. You saw Tennessee last year. You know, they drafted Derrick Henry really high and it's been, it's paid dividends now, you know? And so for me, it's kind of like, yeah, this is maybe wasn't my favorite pick in terms of like, I felt like you could have addressed the corner position. What about offensive line? All this, all these questions, but 
you know, I look at it more and I'm like, you already have an elite offensive line. Now you arguably add an elite potential elite running back eventually down the road. If he can clean up the fumbling issue, which we'll get to, but you know, for me, it, it makes a lot of sense in, in all those areas. Um, but Andrew, there are some negatives with Jonathan Taylor. Like we're not going to act like he's a perfect prospect. And the first one obviously is the fumbling issue. He had, he's had some fumbling issues uh, at Wisconsin. That was the biggest knock on him. Uh, are there any other things you can, you can find with him to potentially, re, you know, kind of reason why he fell here to the second round? You know, as I mentioned earlier, I didn't really do a ton of research on Taylor. Uh, you touched on his fumbling issues. Um, that, that's really, you know, my biggest, I guess, takeaway in terms of concerns. But I'll say this, Naeem Hines had a lot of fumbling issues coming out of North Carolina State. Uh, and, you know, we saw that a bit in the preseason of his rookie season back in 2018. And he's obviously cleaned that up quite well. So um, I think the Colts mm-hmm. certainly have the personnel in place to be able to help correct that um, typical behavior, I suppose, of, of Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tom Rathman, the Colts running back coach, he's the best running back coach in the league. I, I'm gonna, I would argue that. I will stand on a table and argue that he has made all the running backs on the Colts better and more secure. I don't know, man. It seems like the Colts running backs they do not fumble the ball, and so that is something that I think Tom Rathman, former running back, you know, he's a guy that I think he's gonna teach that and he's gonna coach that out of Jonathan Taylor. He's gonna teach him the proper technique to prevent those fumbles. You know, that is an issue, but. You know, I look at it as like the Colts have coaches who can teach things, negative things out of players. And so, you know, they they wanted to get teachers. I remember that Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, they wanted to get coaches who were teachers. And that's what they've gotten with Tom Rathman. He's a guy that's going to teach Jonathan Taylor, just giving him more talent to work with. I love this pick a lot. The more I think about it and the more I talk about it with you, uh, I really like this pick a lot in terms of. You know, and I and I think uh, somebody I can't remember who said it now, but I saw on Twitter it was kind of like Chris Ballard chose to draft a Force Buckner, right? Trade thirteen, get to Force Buckner, All Pro, and pay and get Jonathan Taylor rather than pay Marlon Mack and draft Javon, Ken, Javon Kinlaw at thirteen. And I thought that was perfectly put. I like that a lot. That makes a lot of sense for me. I think I would have taken that if somebody would have given me those two choices, A and B. I would have taken the one where the Colts get an all pro and potentially another all pro in Jonathan Taylor. So any last thoughts, Andrew here on Jonathan Taylor and the Colts? I think we've uh, hit everything that we really wanted to Cody, but I will say personally, if I'm giving this a grade, I give it an A. I really do. Um, I think, okay. you know, as we, we already touched on all of the reasons why we really love this pick. And I think Chris Ballard once again is kind of finding um, the diamond in the rough, if you will. I know maybe Jonathan Taylor isn't obviously a late round pick, but obviously everybody, or I should say most uh, NFL experts had him going early first round and for him to fall right into the Colts lap and Frank Reich's lap. I think it's going to be really fun to watch this Colts offense in 2020. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And I think that it's some, yeah, it, I, I agree with that, Andrew. That makes a lot of sense. I think the Colts got a really a, a first round talent in the second round. I like it a lot. It'll be interesting to see now where the Colts go. They've gone offense, offense. Will they potentially address defense? They traded back from 75. I think they went to 85 now. So they traded back 10 spots, got a few more picks. 
So it'll be interesting to see now what do the Colts do? Do they go offensive line depth? Do they add to their defensive line? Do they add to the corner secondary somewhere around there? Do they potentially find their their you know quarterback of the future? There's a lot of options that the Colts can go here. But one thing's for certain, they found their wide receiver and they found their running back of the future. So certainly excited for that. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch both these guys in Colts blue in 2020. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. For Andrew and myself, look forward to the rest of the draft. Thanks, guys, and go Colts.